0: Welcome to this edition of our podcast. I'm here with Adam Dendrinos. Adam Dandrinos is the segment lead for electrification at AVL. Uh, I'm Stefan Tarnutzer. I'm responsible for AVL Mobility Technologies in the U.S. And I'm happy to talk to Adam today, super knowledgeable guy. And we're going to talk about electrification. So vehicles, batteries, inverters, PMS, e-motors, all sorts of things. So we keep it very wide. But Adam is very much an expert in in many of these areas and certainly in batteries, so maybe we'll start out with batteries, Adam. Cell, module, or packs being the most critical design or technology element of a battery, or are there other pieces to it?
1: Well, I think all of those are very important aspects. Um, obviously, the most critical is the cell, just because that's where there's innovation. That's where you know there's a lot of focus on energy density and gravimetric density. Um, that being said, though, new things are coming into the market with um, you know cell to pack. Uh, cell to chassis, and that changes how the modules and the and the pack itself are designed, which are really important for lightweighting as well, and even some safety aspects. You know, to make sure thermal propagation is addressed. So uh, I think they're all very important, but the the most game changer really is kind of a chemistry uh, approach.
0: Mm-hmm. So would you say then, then the enclosure, how we do bus bars, how we connect it, maybe even a BMS is almost like a commodity now.
1: Um, some of that might be a commodity. Yeah. I think the, there's definitely room for changes within the enclosure and how the cells are integrated into the pack or the vehicle. Um, that's, you know, there's new approaches now occurring, like I said, with the, the cell to pack, which I think are, are starting to be some, some novel concepts coming out, but yeah, the bus bars and the harnesses and the BMS, they're, they're getting more closer to a commodity Mm -hmm. in my
0: opinion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Would you also then say that wireless BMS is like the future because a big, big hype is right now about wireless BMS everywhere? Is this really that unique? Is it really that of a game changer? Is it a weight reduction, wiring reduction, cost reduction, or?
1: Uh, it's definitely um, a step towards some lightweighting There, I think uh, it is a new technology that um, I think is is an important to 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 look at. It it does allow for you to reduce some of the components from the the harness standpoint. Um, today, maybe the cost is a little bit higher, and ultimately, as it does get commoditized, mm-hmm. it could uh, have some further cost reduction. Um, but it is a technology that I think helps continue to simplify battery systems and have maybe some some weight reduction and also improvement in manufacturing and serviceability as well there. Um, because you don't have to manage the the connections to the Mm -hmm. sensors of for voltage and temperature Mm -hmm. and things like that
0: a lot of investment goes into battery technology and mainly I think right now at least for future investments future technology solid-state right in your opinion how far away are we from having solid-state batteries in mass-produced electric vehicles Because, I mean, they're there today, right? They exist today. We can see that people, you know, I've put them into a car, drive around, say they're great. But then I hear constantly, oh, there's still an issue, you know, the how we cool them and how we produce them. We're still years and years away. So, interested in your opinion on that. Um, I would say... Probably five to 10
1: years for mass production. I mean, they're available today. I think they'll first become more popular in the consumer electronics market. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then as as they continue to refine the technology and get the, the life um, that is needed for the automotive applications as well as the size, uh, just to have that large you know amount of energy, kilowatt hour um, coming from that technology, we're probably somewhere five to 10 years away. Okay. Um, Okay. I, I hope
0: sooner than later. <laughs> Something more exciting for you to work on.
1: I think that will be a big game changer uh, when that does come to fruition.
0: In regards to safety, in regards to power density, in regards to what specifically? Definitely
1: safety. Uh, it, you know, in general solid state battery cell technology is really a a kind of a game changer there in terms of like thermal propagation and and thermal events that can occur with some some abuse conditions of other cells um so that is really a, a an important factor because then you can remove some of the other uh aspects of a battery um that that you need to have to control and protect Uh, some of the chemistries today Mm -hmm. to keep them safe Um, and so with that the complexity might go down from the overall battery system and and just in general the you know the weight as well can can have reduction there too
0: Do you see the manufacturing the actual cell manufacturing being simpler as well than liquid
1: sure yeah um with with just just general concept of, of no more electrolyte or the electrolyte is you know a solid component um, that's a much more manageable aspect of, of cell um, manufacturing there. Mm-hmm. So that, that definitely would be a simplified
0: mm-hmm. aspect. If I put you on the spot and ask for a guess, today they say about $100 to $120 per kilowatt hour right now, right, is, is a battery, the cost of a battery. Yep. What would you say, let's say in five years, the solid state would be a if you had to guess is it half because the manufacturing is simpler and we are let's say we have the same volume as liquid batteries uh, I don't think it's half okay. um, I would say I don't
1: know maybe two thirds to three quarters okay. um, and again and that is just a credit yeah, 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 estimate yeah, yeah. on yeah, my yeah, part <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a
0: little provocative here going back to BMS we mentioned before BMS I see from a lot of customers that are coming to us they're asking for BMS right and a lot of OEMs at least, and in many cases, want to keep BMS development in-house. Is it a tremendous or a moderate battery technology differentiator, in your opinion, for a, ultimately for a battery pack or for an OEM?
1: Um, the hardware itself is pretty general, same you know, across the board. I mean, you, you have to be able to monitor the cell, control the battery system, and report out to the vehicle. Um, but the 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 integration and the the software, or the systems development is what is the differentiator. Um, different chemistries require different algorithms, and those algorithms need to be proven out and and verified and, and validated. Um, that is the differentiator. The hardware, you know, it has a lot of similarities kind of across the board. Um, as long as the the voltage range and the current range are, are understood um. and known um, it's, it's really more the, the integration that is the, the differentiator, in my opinion.
0: Okay, so it's the software guys again that have the advantage here versus us hardware guys.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, what do you see is the most important technology to advance battery performance? I know you said cells, so let's for a moment leave the cells out. Besides the cell, what is it? Is it, is it the simulation? Is it the BMS? Is it the software? Is it the integration? is it how we make the vehicle more efficient so is it an e-motor and an inverter and all these things how do we advance the battery's performance again sell for a moment left aside hmm i you know
1: the the main performance i think is, is that you need from an overall system is really the you know the range and and the energy that is needed to propel the vehicle, um, and so different aspects of being able to lightweight or uh, having more efficiencies, you know, within the inverter, the motor, things like that, that really allow the system to be as most efficient as possible is probably a large, or at least the next aspect that would be a. Uh, uh, Helpful um, mm-hmm. beyond the, the continued maturation of cell chemistry and, and new chemistries coming out that, that help to propel that.
0: Okay, okay. I know you lead a lot of battery development for us amongst other projects. How critical is simulation? How critical are our simulation tools that we have or tools we use from third parties? How, how critical is this today?
1: Absolutely critical um i mean i think with the, the simulation technology that we have um at AVL and the what we do is is really important in order to go to go fast um as well as do the first um First, doing virtual verification so that you can, you know, look at the system and see uh, what your expectations are for that chemistry in an abuse condition. That you know, in order to control the cell and and keep the cell safe, um, thermally, thermal management, um, different safety features that uh, can be simulated to make sure that the the battery is in, under control. Life, um, all of that is is really in simulation is really quite important and and, and it allows you to kind of hone the product in um, before you're actually making physical parts Mm -hmm. Uh, furthermore you can even do some reduction of uh, validation potentially Um, you can hone in your your testing to using simulation so that you're testing it right the first time and and you're really focusing on what you're trying to test Uh, all that activity can help to shorten the the overall uh product development Mm -hmm. uh life Mm -hmm. uh time frame and so simulation all all that aspect is is really really important and it it also goes into the the socks development too the state of charge state of health state of power state of function i mean you need that simulation uh to get those type of functions developed uh for modeling and, and and verification
0: okay again, leaving battery cells out. So it's not an option as a, as an answer because I know that that is definitely one of them. But if you look at from five or 10 years ago, you've been in this space for a very long time mm-hmm. when it comes to batteries. What has really changed? Again, outside of the cell technology from, let's say, 10 years ago to today. Um,
1: I think there... From the market standpoint uh, i think there's a growing interest really in electrified vehicles i think they're actually now being more adapted or accepted by the consumer base uh, which is which is a, a quite a game changer mm-hmm. um, because then oems will focus you know more of their portfolio to have that uh, i think there's also some you know new technologies coming on the market from you know inverters and you know other aspects, you know higher power capability um, at the other components, the inverters, the motors, and things like that, just to to really make this the system more efficient
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and you know have a, a powerful, fun to drive vehicle.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's really what you're saying is it's kind of the, a big difference again outside of the cells. I assume is is the system view and how we integrate the system much more efficient and effective maybe then
1: absolutely absolutely I mean it is you know it's all it is always a system right and then and, and just cuz you have a more powerful battery doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna get all the the gains that come with that right you have to have the the right uh, the the components all have to be sized appropriately so that you get the 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 best performance you know that you're focusing on whether it be range or actual, um, you know, performance vehicle, like a, a racing type application. Mm-hmm.
0: Biggest secret that maybe few people know about batteries, and don't share any AVL uh, technology secrets, which we certainly have, but biggest secrets are maybe the, an area of a battery, again, thermal, cooling, structural, BMS, cell, whatever, that you feel few people focus enough on, let's put it that way. That are very critical, I know everything is critical, obviously, but from your perspective and your experience again your entire experience and now with AVL being the segment lead for electrification which includes batteries, what's the one thing you sometimes feel like customers will pay more attention to when it comes to a battery maybe that they think this is that's an obvious one, but you say it's really not an obvious one it's really not a given it's not a commodity
1: hmm um Good question. Uh, I think there's a couple things that come to mind. Uh, I mean, sometimes some situations thermal thermal management is kind of considered just a just a general commodity or a, a, something that you must have with a battery. But
0: just I mean, do it, kind of thing. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, just do it. It's not a big deal. Do it. Yeah. But
1: if you if you can improve your thermal management system, you know, to, to keep the system cool. You can run it harder and get some more life, more more power out of it, as well as if you have a generally stable uh, overall system thermally. Um, that's that's also helps to hit, you know get longevity yeah. out of it too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's other
0: aspects yeah, that are yeah, not no, coming to mind right now, but yeah, it's a good one. I know you. You know you. Re, you joined us what two years ago. About um, a year and a half. A year and a half ago, or I stretched it out to two years ago. <laughs> if it comes, when it comes to your engineering work that you're still doing today, uh, your job has changed, obviously, but what are, what are the, big, the biggest differences of what you've done three years ago that you're doing now? In not, not including more video calls because of COVID and working from home, <laughs> what's the what's the biggest difference that you're doing now or that you're able to do now that you weren't able to do three years ago?
1: Well, um 3 years ago I wasn't at AVL and I was definitely battery more battery focused. Uh so now being at AVL that really allows me to to look at different um technologies and components in the overall system of an electrified vehicle. Uh looking at inverters and motor controllers, um you know, e-axles, things like that as well as the testing of all those components. It really has, you know, allowed me to get a a broader Sense of of the what really goes into a vehicle electrification, um, and get gain that knowledge and that just the expertise, and continue to see new things that I you know maybe three years ago uh, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to see that because I was more you know focused in on, on just the battery mm-hmm. systems, which um, I really really enjoy actually. Uh, so that's that's been a, a great change.
0: Good. So maybe the last question, one thing that you could tell, if you could tell your customers to to be more clear about, to be more detailed about, to be more, whatever it might be in your daily job. It might be, you know, again, thermal propagation, give me more specifications on what your requirements are there or pay more attention to this or give me more details on how you would like me to test the battery instead of just I expect you to test the battery once you're done. What's the one thing you, you would like to tell, the co- again, general, the, the customers, when it comes to the responsibilities that you have, that if you could make them or ask them to do better, what would it be? Um, I
1: think one of the things that I think is overlooked is uh, the, what is the end game, right? So a lot of times, uh, engineers, including myself, like to get really focused in on specific details. But sometimes you have to step back and look at the overall picture and see what is the end goal. And are where we're, what we're doing today and what we're working on that we're maybe we're focusing laser focusing on, does that really get us to the end? game and, and the, the ultimate goal of the product or the vehicle or, or whatever the, the focus may be. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes you have to recenter yourself to, to kind of do that and and in, I think it's everyone or maybe it's just a general human nature, sure. um, but sometimes uh, that alignment with customers is is good to kind of do a reset and it maybe not it doesn't happen as often as it should.
0: Very good. All right. Thank you, Adam, for your time. This was it again for this episode. Hope you appreciate it. And certainly lots of great knowledge and insight from Adam here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Reimagine Mobility Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend.